Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hi, hi, fabulous humans. I hope things are magical in your world right now. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode of Self-Styled Life with Janelle Wiesack. Unsurprisingly, I am Janelle and I can't wait to share today's short, sharp coaching episode with you. As you will have already guessed by the title, this episode is focused entirely on increasing your income. Personally, I believe the time is right to shift the conversation about female salaries in the corporate world. Too often, the only discussion that we're having about our incomes right now is around the gender pay gap. We talk about the fact that salary inequality is a bad thing and we can rattle off all of the things that cause the inequity, but we rarely talk about how we might increase our incomes. Add in the fact that women often downplay the importance of being paid well for our work and suddenly we have a real problem. We say things like, oh, money doesn't really matter that much to me and I prefer to be doing satisfying work and if I ask for more money, I'll appear greedy. All of those sorts of words. And in full transparency and for the record, I was that human saying those things for the longest time. In fact, in one promotion I got, I was fully prepared to take a pay cut. I remember discussing it with Scotty. I'd convinced myself that because the role I'd been offered would have a smaller team, I'd have to take a lower salary. Never mind the fact that the projects were bigger and the responsibilities were higher, I was completely ignoring that. In good news, my imagined scenario did not play out and I actually accepted one of the largest salary increases of my career when I signed on the dotted line for that role. However, I'm digressing there. Like I said, we might know we have a problem. Very rarely do we get into that discussion about how we fix the problem. Team, money is not a taboo subject. The fact that we've been taught that it is kind of concerns me on more than a few levels. Fabulous humans, let's not downplay the importance of abundant income. It's okay to want it, it's more than okay to earn it, and we should want to grow our income. Your income, your investments, they're definitely things to nurture. They offer you freedom today, and thanks to investments like superannuation, they offer you freedom tomorrow. And they also provide for your family and allow you to give your kids the things and lives that you want them to have. Private schools, yep. International adventures, yep to that too. 
And then there is just the nervous system regulation that comes with knowing that you can pay the bills, buy the outfit that you fell in love with at first sight, and completely enjoy that special night out with friends. Please know that our friends in the solopreneur and entrepreneurial spaces are chasing multi-six and even seven-figure revenue streams. As I noted earlier, our male colleagues still earn more than us, despite the fact that females often provide more value in our workplaces. Take this as your permission slip to earn and expect to earn big dollars. It's safe for you to want that. It's smart for you to earn what my coach Ali calls insane levels of income. Now you can probably tell that I'm passionate about this one team and I really do want to start a different conversation. Now this episode was inspired by one of my clients who recently asked me to support her in asking for a pay rise. I adore this particular client. I love the fact that she knows and owns her worth. I admire her open desire to earn more than her partner. I'm inspired by the clarity of her vision. I've never worked with a client who is clearer on what she wants from life. And I'd be very, very happy if more women wanted to increase their income like she does. And I realized that the things that I shared with her would absolutely support all of you too. So today, I'm going to share what to do before you ask for a pay rise and how you might feel while you're asking for that pay rise. Sounds like a whole lot of fun, doesn't it? So let's do this. Okay, so first up, before you begin any conversation about your salary, make sure that you know your numbers. What's the income level you need to be at to give you security, safety, and the lifestyle extras that you dream of? Do some research. What is the salary level of similar roles in the market? What is the market paying for humans with your level of skill, education, and experience? What number would make you feel valued for your experience and that education? Exactly what salary amount do you want to ask for? Please, please, lovely ones, don't be afraid to name your number. Like I said earlier, it's more than okay for you to want to earn big dollars. And you don't have to jump to it in one go. But you do need to do the maths and be clear on what you want to earn in the short to medium term. Like everything I talk about here on Self-Styled Life, there is power in having clarity. You need a number to aim for, a number to pitch for, to be honest. If I go back to the recent example of my client, she and I spent a couple of coaching sessions playing around with her numbers. She thought she'd landed on her ideal salary number in an initial session, but then a couple of things played out and that initial number became her minimum number. She decided to pitch for a higher number, which gave her a range. The concept of a range is a good thing. It gives you room to negotiate. If your management team say yes to your goal number, then well done you. If they come in with a lower number, as long as it's within your range, you have something to work with. And if they don't meet your base number, then it might be worth considering your options. But even if they do come back with a salary amount that doesn't cut it, at the very least, you'll be able to have a convo with your leader about what you would need to do, the level of output and impact that you'd need to have if you were wanting to earn the salary that you desire. We'll talk more about what to do with a low ball offer and when to have the where would I need to get to to get what I want convo a little later in this episode. Another exercise to undertake before you ask for that raise is to assess the value you deliver. 
The first question any leader worth their salt will ask is why you think you deserve to be compensated at a higher rate. We deliver value through our levels of impact, and there are so many ways you can make an impact and deliver value in the workplace. Sit down for half an hour and think of the changes you've delivered in the past six months. Delivered big projects? Write that down. Restructured your team for more efficiency? Write that down too. Coached a staff member to a new level of performance? You know you need to write that out. And while you're sitting there assessing all of the things, think about the value that you will deliver in the coming six months and write all of that down too. Similar themes will apply here. You just won't have done it yet. And leading is a big thing here. If you can demonstrate how you'll lead your team to deliver big outcomes, that equates to big value. Spend time capturing all of the things, big and small, that highlight the value that you deliver now or that you will deliver in the future, and be ready to discuss it out loud. Speaking of out loud, it pays to practice your pay rise pitch out loud before you get into the conversation. This goes for any conversation that you might find challenging, but it's certainly true for the pay rise convo. Sometimes when we hear our number or we hear ourselves asserting our value out loud, we give ourselves a little fright. We rattle ourselves. So I always recommend having a little practice so that when you hear yourself ask for your raise in the convo with your leader, it's not the very first time you're hearing those words. And don't just practice in your head. Practice out loud. Practicing will also help things roll off the tongue a little more easily. And you all know I'm a big fan of scripts. But remember not to script the whole conversation. Trust that you'll just need a few words to get you started and you'll be right to flow from there. It might be worth having a few dot points written down too, if you think that'll help. One final thing to do before having a salary conversation is to book time to have the actual conversation, and be open about your intentions. Book the meeting with a subject that calls out the fact that you'll be having this particular conversation. Catch up to discuss salary would work. It gives your leader time to consider the situation and saves them from being surprised. Chances are that if they're not ready for the conversation, you'll be blocked anyway, as they take time to consider your request or use some stalling tactics like giving you homework related to your business's ability to absorb a pay rise. Trust me when I say being clear and confident about your ask is a much better strategy than surprising your boss with an ambush. Okay. Now that we've prepped for the conversations, here are some things to look out for while you're in the middle of this very important chat. And I'll start with lowballing, the topic that I mentioned earlier in the show. So often, too often, on the back of a salary increase request, a leader will come back with an almost offensively low offer. And when this happens, a couple of things are likely to occur. The first is that you'll hear a lower than expected number and go, Oh, okay, it's more than I am now, so I'd better say yes, and thank you. If I don't say yes, they might take the offer off the table, and that would be bad. Even if it's not what I wanted, it's better to get something than nothing. Please, please, please don't do this. Please don't take the much lower number in this first conversation. Even if you accept it later, don't say an immediate yes to a lowball offer. Now, the second thing that might happen is that you hear that low number and become emotional because it's so much lower than what you are hoping for. In either case, it pays to get yourself out of the conversation at this point. Thank you later for the offer. 
Tell them that you'll need time to process what they've shared. Maybe use a line like, my first thought isn't always my best thought, so I'd like time to consider that. Can we book some more time to discuss this on Wednesday? By Wednesday, or whatever day you're booked in for, you'll be much better prepared to have the non-emotional discussion about asking them to reconsider and be ready to rattle through your impact and your value again or accept the offer and, in both examples, ask what you need to do next to get the salary that you want. Okay, while I'm talking about money and emotions, please know that they're very connected. I've known many women who have found themselves overwhelmed by emotion when asking for a pay rise. If that happens to you and your emotions come in strongly, roll with it. Our emotions are like big flashing signposts telling us what's important to us. It's okay for your income to be important to you. If you find yourself in tears, don't apologise. Simply acknowledge to your leader that this is an important conversation for you and keep going. Know too that these emotions might come up whether your boss agrees to your ask or they don't. Like I said, emotions and money are closely linked and you might find yourself in tears regardless of your boss's response. And here's a graceful line that one very special leader shared with me when I promptly burst into tears after they offered me a salary well above the one I'd asked for. He rolled out, have I offended you that badly? He said those words in such a warm way and with the biggest smile that I couldn't help but actually giggle. My tears dried up instantly and I was very quick to explain how appreciative I was, which was clearly what he wanted me to do, but it also gave me an elegant way to step through my emotions. One other thing to be ready for in the pay rise conversation is homework. Homework can look like being asked to revise a position description, devise or agree new KPIs, or to do some salary benchmarking with your HR department. Pick up these homework tasks enthusiastically when they're first offered, knowing that you'll be able to provide anything you've been asked for. But be a bit more wary if you find yourself being given endless amounts of homework every time you complete a task. Fabulous humans, feel free to call that behaviour out as the stalling tactic that it is. Now, I've mentioned scripts more than once in this episode, and having some lead-in words ready to use in a challenging conversation can be incredibly helpful. And the client I supported to ask for her pay rise, well, she and I brainstormed many scripts for her to lean on. If you'd like some more generic scripts to help you step into challenging conversations, head to my website, janellewiesack.com, and download a set of free scripts for you to utilise. That's janellewiesack.com, and I really hope those scripts support you. Okay, to wrap this little episode up, I need to do my traditional recap. First up, remember that money and wanting a higher income is not being greedy. We need money to get along in this world. And the more that you earn, the more that you offer your family in terms of security and experiences. Secondly, know your numbers. Know what you need to live the lifestyle you desire and to feel valued at work. Know what the market is paying and know what number you want to ask for. Next, remember that your work is valuable and you need to be able to articulate that value in the present and the future if you want to earn higher levels of income. You also need to be able to actually talk about your numbers and your value without freaking yourself out. So don't forget to practice pitching for your pay rise out loud. Practice saying these things out loud in the car. 
my clients, me, so many of us can have a little chat while we're sitting in traffic. Nobody knows any different and you'll get to hear the words out loud without, as I said, freaking yourself out. My next recommendation is to avoid ambushing your boss and make a specific meeting for this particular conversation. There's a lot to be said for being clear and confident in this situation team. Now, once you're in the convo, be on the lookout for lowballing and for stalling tactics like excessive homework and be ready for the fact that your emotions might come in strong and if they do, well, know that that is more than okay. It's just telling you that this is such an important conversation for you. Let the emotions roll in, but keep going. Finally, know that scripts are your friend and that I have free scripts available for you to download over on JanelleWiesack.com. Okay, fabulous humans, that's it for today's tips on asking for a pay rise. I really hope they help you bring more income into your life. I'll be back soon with another episode of Self-Styled Life, but until then, please, please stay fabulous. Bye for now.